0: Hello and welcome to You Are Not Alone. You Are Not Alone is a 1v1 horror actual play podcast. I'm Blaine, your host and RPG-loving friend. Before we get started, if you like the podcast, please consider rating and reviewing us on whatever podcatcher you use. It really helps other folks find us. If you'd like to be a guest, recommend a game, or just say hi, you can find me on Twitter at notalone underscore horror, or email me at youarenotalonepod at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you happy halloween this episode we are continuing our session of end of the line with the designer kyle tam end of the line is a short hard game designed to tell stories in the vein of the final destination franchise group of characters or in this case just one poor janitor named stanley have survived a horrible accident that should have killed them in this session stanley was supposed to get on an elevator but a janitorial emergency kept him busy while it went crashing down the elevator shaft killing everyone on board Now Death is pissed off and is trying to kill Stanley with a series of complicated traps around the Redacted Corp main office. After talking a lot about the game and introducing Stanley, we saw Stanley start his day at Redacted Corp and head up to the top floor to clean the CEO's bathroom. While cleaning, the pipes in a brand new experimental shower exploded and began to flood the room. End of the line is itch funding right now. It's a really cool game, and if you like what you've been hearing, I highly recommend picking up a copy. If you do it right now, you can play it with your friends on Halloween this Sunday. Head over to urania-games.itch.io Games—that's U slash end of the line with dashes between each word. The link is in the show notes. Pick it up and play it with your friends. So you're all caught up on Stanley's misadventures. So let's jump in and see what happens to our poor sweet boy.
1: Stanley, you're there. You are admiring the work you've done. And completely out of your control and entirely, sadly, not Stanley's fault, the experimental shower decides that its it's plumbing is no longer functional, and a pipe bursts and starts to flood the room. Oh, no. Yeah. Thankfully, there is a door and you're pretty close to it so i th- do you want to leave or do you want to just like try and mop up the mess
0: i think so i think as janitor like i i like i do the cleaning but i don't think that like the repair type work probably falls on me i think there's probably someone else that handles that uh so i would imagine that like i get on the walkie talkie and try and get them up here as quickly as possible but then As of right this second, I don't think I can abandon ship. I think I have to try and start, like, mopping up. Okay. The water, and, like, I'll dump my bucket out and use the bucket to start to catch at least some of the water that's...
1: Did you bring your mop up with you?
0: That is a good question, and I don't think I did. I'll force it.
1: Okay. What are you using to try and mop up the water.
0: Uh. Oh, I don't think how like how bad is it flooding?
1: Honestly, cuz you roll in it's not too bad. It it's just like the water's flowing and it won't stop, but it's a pretty big bathroom. Thankfully, it was a CEO's bathroom and not employee bathroom. So, um the flooding level is currently minimal.
0: Okay. I think what I would do then, I, I'm going to, like, dump the bucket out, put the bucket under where the water is coming out, and try and use some paper towels, uh, like, some of the extra paper towels I had to, like, soak up some of the water before running down to get my mop.
1: Good call. Okay, you don't need to roll to put tissue down, because it's not that much flooding. But if you're running down the stairs, that's a roll.
0: Yeah, that is definitely going to be a...
1: And as a note for the viewers at home, because there was a failed roll, it adds to what we call the bad time mod. So every time you fail, we add plus one to the bad time modifier. So that keeps adding on to the rolls. And the rolls will keep getting higher and higher until he hits 16. At which point, if 16 is rolled, our character dies.
0: Poor Stanley.
1: Poor Stanley. He's just trying to do his job. All right.
0: Yeah, just trying trying to mop some stuff up.
1: So what approach is Stanley taking to going down the stairs? Is he running? Is he chilling?
0: Uh, I think he is just straight up running. He's going to like... I would imagine that there's probably like in the bathroom, like a wet floor thing for when it needs to get mopped. Um, so he's gonna like throw that down in front of the door to the bathroom, tell the secretary that there was an issue and, uh, Mark from maintenance is uh, coming up at some point and he's gonna go get his mop. And then he just like full speed runs down the stairs.
1: All right. Stanley's going full throttle down the stairs to roll and let's see if he stays alive or he breaks an ankle or his neck.
0: Well, if our bad time mod had not gone up by one, that would have been a seven. Oh my God. But it is an eight.
1: It's just on the slimmest of margins. This yeah. is very cruel. <laughs> Okay, so, unfortunately, as Stanley runs, he trips and stumbles over his own feet. Um, Not enough to cause permanent damage, but enough that, like, he falls flat on his face. Yeah, you're still making it, but that's going to leave a pretty big bruise.
0: Yeah, that's not going to be great. No. But it's another day at Redacted Core.
1: So, where does Mark usually hang out? I'm assuming that Stanley knows Mark. They've worked together.
0: Yeah, uh I think Mark is in the basement, uh like where we keep all of the all of the cleaning supplies and everything. I think there's probably also like a little maintenance, like it's a little like maintenance wing of the basement, so it's where all of the maintenance and janitorial folks hang out. I say all love. I imagine that even this even though this is a large corporate office, I think it's probably just me and Mark.
1: Oh my god, it's just Stanley and Mark chilling in the base.
0: <laughs> just Stanley does all the cleaning, Mark does all the fixing. Never ends.
1: Nope. Never ends. Here at Redacted Corp. Okay. So um Stanley manages to reach Mark. Uh what are you gonna say to him?
0: Uh Mark the the experimental shower upstairs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, it looks like you have a nice sandwich there, but it it the 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 pipe burst. It needs to get cleaned. It needs to get fixed.
1: I told them not to install that thing. We weren't sure about all of the tubing, all of the piping, all of the plumbing. Uh, what happened? Did it unplug itself again?
0: I don't know. I I was. I was leaving it alone, as tempted as I was uh to see what the steaming function was like, and the pipe a pipe just burst and it's it's flooding the it's flooding the bathroom
1: Jesus Christ, all right, you just stay put, Stanley. don't touch anything. I'm trying to get this new vacuum cleaner to work just to make your life easier, but it's a little temperamental. It's another thing from our new friends at other redacted Corp. <laughs> stay still and don't touch it. Uh I'll
0: be I I will stay as still as I possibly can.
1: Okay. Alright, I'll head up. I'll fix it right now.
0: So Let me know when it's fixed and I'll uh I'll I'll come up and clean.
1: Alright. So uh Mark heads off leaving you alone with what he's told you is a vacuum cleaner, but looks a little more like a torture device.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: It's it's huge, besides that, um everything in the jan- in your janitorial slash maintenance basement is pretty normal looking. Um you there's a mop down there, a bunch of gloves, a lot of cleaning liquids, um sponges and soaps and basically everything you'd need. So what does Stanley do now? Oh and there's also Mark's sandwich. He only managed to get Gosh. a bite out of it.
0: I think I think at first, Stanley, like, almost too literally takes Mark's words into account and is, like, just, like, does not move. But then remembers that, like, he is going to have to clean up the mess upstairs once Mark finishes fixing the pipe. So he starts to get, like, he gets the mop, probably gets another bucket, and puts, like, some extra paper towels in there, some cleaning fluid uh just whatever he thinks he's going to need to a take care of the mess on the on the top floor and then get back to work finishing the floors below that
1: okay i at this point i'm not going to ask you for a roll unless you want to touch the funky torture device mm-hmm. vacuum cleaner or mark sandwich
0: <laughs> uh i think after uh, after I have gathered up all of the necessary supply.
1: Okay. There's no rolling flag. You've got all your supplies. You got your mop, you got your bucket, you got your paper towels, um, you're all ready. Mark radios you to tell you, okay, I've plugged it back in, but you're not you're not gonna believe this. It just popped out by itself. Uh After all these layers of sealant, like, I put so much sealant to keep the pipe in. Like, it it wasn't just um, plugged in. I don't know why it went loose, man. You gotta be really careful, okay? Because they're trying all this, like, new shit here.
0: All right, I got it. And I think, like, as before Stanley... Leaves to go back upstairs. I think his curiosity gets the best of him. And he's going to go over and look at this. Okay. Quote, unquote, vacuum cleaner. I don't, I'm not sure if I'm going to touch it yet, but I want to get a closer look.
1: So the vacuum cleaner looks, is about Stanley's height, which is a part of why it looks like a torture machine. It's gigantic. It doesn't look like it's been used yet. It it basically looks like an, uh, we're, I don't know if we're allowed to use brand names, so it looks like an oversized, redacted vacuum cleaner. But for some reason, the, the handle and extension seems to be bladed. You have no idea why there would need to be a sharp <laughs> edge on a vacuum cleaner.
0: Yeah, that is, uh, that's a choice. I think, uh, I don't think I'm going to turn it on myself. Who knows what could happen? Uh, but I do think Stanley, like, because it's so big, Stanley wants to just like see how easy it is for him to move. So I think he's going to try to like, just like move it a little bit to see what like vacuuming with it would be like.
1: Okay, so you're not turning it on yet. That's fine. I'm not going to ask you to roll for it. It's a little hefty. And then you realize that the giant blade, as you like, kind of test it, um, is not one giant blade, but is probably what you'd call micro blades that are so packed together, they look like one giant blade. And it's probably to try and break up larger things that get sucked into the vacuum cleaner. So, like, if there's like shreds of paper or food or what have you, it breaks them into smaller things so that they can be more easily sucked into the vacuum cleaner. So it's a choice. You can you can sort of understand the choice, but it's hella scary.
0: Yeah, that is. Uh, While well, Stanley appreciates. Uh, the efficiency of it. It seems like there might be a better way to do that. All right. I don't like that I'm doing this, but I feel like he's going to turn it on. Just he wants to see like what the rotation.
1: All right. Let's go for it, Stanley. Uh, what approach are you taking to turning? this? Up? You know what? This isn't very smart, so we can <laughs> eliminate that.
0: Yeah, this is not smart. Uh, There's nothing sexy or snarky about it. I think.
1: I think this would be subtle. Like.
0: Yeah. I Like he doesn't want. Like he knows at least logically. That Mark is probably still all the way upstairs. But like Mark told him not to touch it. So like he's trying. He's like going to try to do the thing where it's like. He clicks it on really fast and then clicks it off really fast. He just wants to like see the blades were and see like how how this death machine works just
1: it do was it says it does all right roll
0: oh, these dice
1: oh no what's happened
0: uh i mean i'm only i'm rolling two dice because i have a two subtle uh but that would be a 6 and again uh with the bad time mod being two that puts us at an eight. That's what the
1: modifier is for. But the dice really—the
0: <laughs> dice are conspiring against Stanley. This poor sweet boy.
1: Okay. So Stanley turns it on, and it works really well. Possibly a little too well. I think what wasn't expected was how strong the suction power is, and uh, Stanley's <laughs> trying to turn it off, and he accidentally knocks over the table trying to wrestle with this giant, giant vacuum machine, and it ends up eating Mark's sandwich. Oh, no. Yeah.
0: Mark's not going to be happy about that.
1: So uh, you manage to wrestle it shut, um, turn it off, and uh, Mark radios in again. Uh, Stanley, (laughs) what's taking you so long? I know it's six flights of stairs, but you should be at least halfway up.
0: So- sorry Mark I'll be uh, I'll, I'll be up in a minute and I think he's gonna try to like put the, the vacuum back exactly where it was put the table up and pretend this never happened we'll cross the sandwich bridge when we get to the sandwich bridge
1: alright so
0: uh, and then he's gonna hoist up the bucket and grab the mop and try and get upstairs as quickly as possible
1: Okay, Uh, I'm not going to make you roll this one, because I feel like at this point, Stanley now knows how to walk up the stairs.
0: (laughs) He has learned that skill.
1: (laughs) Good job, Stanley. (laughs) He walks up, and Mark is there at the entrance to the CEO's office, and is like, okay, I put in some sealant. You shouldn't have uh, any problems. Uh, How was it? Sorry that I had to leave you down there. Uh, I see if you got all your stuff.
0: I got it all. I have got it from here, Mark. Uh enjoy your sandwich, man. You deserve it.
1: <sighs> Thank you. God, I'm
0: so hungry. Oh, poor Mark. I feel bad for these guys. Uh and then I'm just gonna go in and, and try and mop up mop up the mess.
1: Okay. So this is going to be the last last little part of this phase. So there's, there's a bit of a spill. Obviously, the floor is very wet now. So, Stanley, obviously doing his best to mop, but apparently Mark did not get up the stairs to fix it fast enough because, you know, it's hard without an elevator.
0: It is. It is not easy.
1: It's not. So, how is Stanley trying to clean the bathroom?
0: I think, well, normally he has a lot of pride for the work he does. I think like the amount of time that this thing has eaten up in the day is starting to kind of dawn on him. And he realizes like, you know, he still has all of the other bathrooms to clean. And that's just the first thing in his day. He has to, you know, do all of the spot cleaning that comes up. He has to do walkthroughs. He has to. Uh, you know, make sure that everything else in this building is clean. And so I think he is just trying to get through this as quickly as possible.
1: Okay. So do you want to roll to see how well Stanley cleans? Or can we assume he's just, he's doing his job. He knows how to clean.
0: I think as much as I hate to do this to our, our good friend, Stanley, I do feel like this probably requires a roll.
1: Oh, Stanley.
0: With the speed at which he is trying uh, to do things, it just feels too too rife with potential. Uh, And that right there is a 13. With
1: the plus three?
0: That is with the plus. It was a 10
1: wow stanley oh ge- it is oh my god okay so um stanley usually doesn't rush like you know stanley we know stanley he takes
0: things Yeah, with- he's he's a good boy.
1: He does. He 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 is. But um he's rushing through this he's speeding through this and as luck would have it or not have it unfortunately he slips And he's hit his head, and now he has a concussion, and he's got to go to the hospital. And that will bring us to the next phase, with a little bit of explanation. Because while Stanley is at the hospital, a mysterious figure, who he's never met before, and who is in the bed next to him, the hospital bed next to him, says, You. Me? Yes, you. You have the smell of death around you.
0: I, uh, I took a shower this morning. I, I did hit my head in the middle of cleaning a bathroom, so I guess that might be part of it.
1: It's, it's, it's not a literal smell. Do, do you know what a metaphor is?
0: Uh, kinda.
1: Okay. Uh, metaphor is. <laughs> oh, Stanley. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's. You don't actually have a smell around you, but it feels like there's something that smells about you. Does that make any sense?
0: No, but I'll go with it uh, so I have the smell of death around
1: me, yeah, okay um this weird ominous cre ominous person is a uh, a little less ominous and a little more annoyed with Stanley right now. <laughs> He he looks like he's 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 just not having this. Anyways, have you had a near death experience recently? Besides hitting your head,
0: I mean i I don't think it was like near death in the way you mean. But like I was I was near some death that happened. There was an elevator at my building that fell, and some some people died. So I, I was. I was near some death that happened.
1: Did were you about to ride the elevator?
0: I mean, yeah, I guess I I could have been on that elevator, but someone had spilled uh, a milkshake, and I had to clean it up.
1: There it is. You almost died, but you didn't. I can I can sense it. I can feel these things. I know.
0: That's a cool party trick.
1: It's, it's not a party trick, it's a calling. Anyways! The point being... And now he, he, he looks like he's about to pop a blood vessel. Because usually people are more impressed at this point, it seems like. Anyways! I'm warning you, you are now on death's list. You, who should have died, are at risk of dying again. Because death needs to balance the books. But there's a way that you can save yourself. And here he pauses for dramatic effect. Just waiting.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, but what, what do I do?
1: You must find and kill a person. And add their lifespan to your own. That is the only way that you can get yet. To stop hunting you.
0: Well that that seems drastic.
1: I mean it is. Uh it it is. Uh admittedly I this is theoretical. I read this in a book somewhere, but it was a very good book with a lot of reviews on Amazon. Four point five out of five, that's pretty good
0: that is uh that is an impressive review i I would normally say that like killing someone on the basis of a book without any fact is is seems weird, but with a four point five right on amazon that is you gotta imagine that the author of that book knows what they're talking about
1: yeah exactly, and it's got over a hundred reviews and you're like that's that's over a hundred people. Like I I can show you the comments if you like. There's a testimonial comments if you want.
0: I I mean I trust you. I I just like I trust the hundreds of people that read that book and like even if there's a couple ones that means there's there's fives to balance it out. That is 4.5 is just solid. I don't think anything at redacted corp would get a
1: 4.5. And then the guy gasps. Did you say redacted corp?
0: I did. I'm the I'm the janitor over at the corporate office.
1: I hear they have excellent promotions and wonderful products.
0: Uh excellent promotions, yes, wonderful products. Uh you don't don't tell them I said this, but their R and D team has been slipping in the last couple of years and we've let some let some things through that probably shouldn't have gone through. But the, the prices on those products cannot beat them. Not even Amazon can beat the prices.
1: That's fair. And that's hard. That's hard. Then the mysterious man realizes he can't mysteriously disappear anywhere because it's a it's a room in the hospital with only one door. So he's just like (laughs) sitting awkwardly on the bed like um okay can you can you close your eyes now?
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, what do you, like, do you want me to give you a ten count? Is it going to be a little slower than that, a little bit faster? Um, What what should I count to?
1: A ten count, but use Mississippis, because that'll make it a little longer.
0: Okay. Uh, so I close my eyes and start, one Mississippi.
1: Um, and then he, you can hear him getting out of the bed, and, like, he's not- He's trying to be subtle, but his footsteps are too loud, and you hear him leave
0: and shut the door. I think, like, trying to be the, like, very polite person that he is, like, Stanley, when he hears how loud the, the, the mysterious figure is being, like, he raises his voice in counting to, like, muffle out the sound.
1: That's very nice of him. That's very nice of this, like, weird stranger he's just met. Okay, when Stanley opens his eyes, there is a helpful instructional book that's been left on the other bed called How to Cheat Death, which you presume is the uh, 4.5 reviewed book from Amazon. And the instructions inside of the book, if Stanley skims quickly, is that it is an um, instruction manual for how to commit a murder which is very simple stuff. There's there's nothing excessive and the author makes it clear in the front of the book that all of this is for theoretical and educational purposes and they are not liable for any actual murders that result because of someone taking their advice.
0: Great. I think Stanley will and he's still even with 4.5 stars on Amazon. Like I I think He's still a little skeptical, but he's going to keep reading.
1: So um, the book says that there's four really simple steps to hypothetically committing a murder, which is you have to find a victim. You have to grab a weapon. You have to make a plan. And then you do the deed. It is very simple. And just for a rules explanation now, this is the second phase, which we call getting shit done. So during this phase survivors attempt to do one of the four tasks. You um the survivor will suggest an appropriate plan of action f- to for one of these tasks um except do the deed which requires you to complete the first three and then um I as death will set the scene for you trying to accomplish it.
0: All right. I think Like, Stanley, again, is still very... He's a a nice boy. He doesn't want to murder anyone. But, like, this book is making a pretty compelling case that, like, if he wants to live, someone's going to have to die. And so I think, like, he's just thinking, like, all right, like, I don't know if I can go through with this, but, like, let me at least... start the process. And being in a hospital... I think Stanley is gonna like try to find a ward of the hospital where there are like the terminal cases, like the people who don't have very long.
1: That that seems like a solid plan. Okay. So, um yeah, uh Stanley, I presume, is wandering around the hospital.
0: Yeah, slightly concussed. I imagine in a hospital gown.
1: Okay. Can you roll to see if you can subtly get away with this? Because people with concussions are usually not supposed to be walking around after they've had their concussion.
0: Yeah, I feel like, you know, most hosp- patients in the hospital probably should not be wondering.
1: No, especially not to try and like murder other patients. I feel like that's typically frowned upon.
0: Yeah, that's probably... uh, That's a fair point. Alright, so that is uh, two dice, since I'm trying to be subtle. And that, despite the bad time mod, is actually a success. So that is a two plus four, so a six.
1: Nicely done. So, apparently the dice are more lenient towards attempts at murder.
0: Yeah, they are. they, They want someone to die whether that's Stanley or Stanley's victim.
1: For Stanley's victim. So, um, Stanley, you as Stanley managed to slink your way around the hospital without anybody noticing. I guess the hospital's rather busy at the moment. They don't have time to take care of every concussed person, which um, is something you probably have to note in your like exit or on Yelp.
0: It is. I mean, it is convenient for me in the moment, but it, is, like, it is not. It doesn't make you feel great as a visitor here. Uh, they don't seem to care that I'm just up moseying around.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's definitely at least one star off the view.
1: It is but it does mean that you manage to find your way to the to ward for the terminally ill. So you've managed to find your way uh, towards the wing of the hospital that's more of a hospice for long-term care. So there's a number of doors, all of them nondescript, and each of them has a has a notice on the door that says what patient is inside, what they've been diagnosed with, and who their primary care physician is. So is there any Particular kind of sickness or sick person that Stanley is
0: looking for. I think he would probably, and I mean, he's no medical professional, um, but like, I think he would look at like the different diagnoses and try to find the one that like sounds the most painful. Not going to say is actually legitimately the most painful, but to him, sounds like if he were to kill this person. Could conceivably be considered merciful,
1: okay, so you'd probably most likely be looking at the symptoms, I guess, or like the kinds of medications,
0: yeah, I think the symptoms probably make the most sense for like for for his level of knowledge of this,
1: okay, so um, it's just reading. I'm not gonna make you roll to read, but so. There are a couple of people along the corridor whose symptoms do include uh, severe and or debilitating pain. Um, One in particular has a sign on the door uh, or like a note on their door, which says minimal to low chance of recovery. Don't understand what the disease is because the words have a lot of syllables and you're not sure if it's in english but you you can recognize where it says pain and low chance of recovery
0: i and i think like stanley like makes a note of that name and i don't think he has the stomach yet to like actually look at the person
1: it's fair do you want to give them a name or shall i
0: you can give them a name
1: okay So, this is Janice. Janice Winters. Alright. And Janice is apparently 83 years old.
0: That seems... That seems fair. I don't know if that's going to make it easier or harder for Stanley to potentially murder her.
1: Right. Now that Stanley has picked out his victim... Janice Winters, who is terminally ill and 83 years old. We are done with that phase, but now we are moving back to doing shit, which is, what does Stanley want to do? He is currently checked into the hospital with a concussion.
0: I think at first... This is like the first time in ages that Stanley has like been able to just like sit down and relax. Uh, and it's horrifying that in the capitalist nightmare hellscape of Redacted Corp, uh, it took a concussion to get here. But I think at first Stanley just like lays there, uh, and is like, Oh, this is what a day off feels like.
1: That's the capitalist nightmare that this man had to get a concussion to have a break. Redacted court, please hire more janitorial staff.
0: Just even just like one more. But then I think that like Stanley's nature takes over. And I think like he actually starts to just kind of like clean up his room.
1: Stanley, no. <laughs> In Stanley.
0: The hospital.
1: Oh my god. Okay. Well, um it's a it's a two bedroom. There's no sign of the mysterious man who left. It's just uh the book. It's the other hospital bed and it's one of those it's it's not a regular hospital bed. It's one of those ones that allow for movement so that you can lift okay. the so there's buttons on it that let you adjust the bed. So that um, it can move the front and the back up or down. Which is meant to be for the comfort of patients. But in this particular case. It has other purposes.
0: Could also be dangerous. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I'm imagining that like. Starting with the mysterious stranger's bed, like. I'm imagining that it is slightly elevated. So he's going to have to like lower the bed and then make it since the stranger didn't have time to make it while he was sneaking out. That seems rude, but
1: I mean, he, he had 10 Mississippis. I don't know if that's enough time to make the bed and attempt to sneak out the door.
0: And Stanley would have given him more.
1: That's true. But a a mysterious man has to have his dignity.
0: (laughs) I guess that's a fair point. Uh, But yeah, so Stanley is going to like make his bed. And then just go about tidying up the room because, like, it's pretty clean because it's a hospital. But, like, like we established it's a, it's a busy – it's it's a little busier than normal. So, there are probably a few things that should have been done cleaning-wise that didn't get done. And Stanley cannot abide a messy room. That's
1: entirely fair. So, um uh- – Stanley dusts and cleans and he gets everything spick and span. And then there is the mysterious stranger's elevated bed. And it it is a bit of a mess because he, instead of, like, making the bed like a normal person, he's just flung the sheet aside dramatically. So it's a bit of a mess.
0: That is. It's just rude.
1: It is. It is. Maybe you'll see him again and then you can tell him how rude he was.
0: I will. I will make sure he knows. So yeah, I will try and try and de elevate that bed and, and make it. Okay.
1: What approach are you trying to take to de elevate the bed?
0: Ah. Uh, I think that I think that Stanley is probably try. Like he knows that he's not supposed to be out of bed. So I think he is trying to be a little bit sneaky about this and, like, get all of this cleaning done.
1: Okay. Yeah, like.
0: So I think, like, maybe he, like, goes over and just, like, hits the button very briefly, lets it drop a little bit, and then, like, goes about some other stuff, ready to get back in bed if a nurse comes. And just, like, very slowly over time gets the bed fully, fully flat.
1: Yeah. Very casually, like sidling up to it, like I'm not touching anything I think the lesson here, Stanley, needs to stop trying to touch buttons
0: it It seems uh like that is a lesson he should have learned by now, but that might not be his strong suit
1: it's okay- it's okay. I feel like that's a common weakness in these kinds of movies is people touching buttons. In doing stuff.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Roll to try and de-elevate the bed.
0: All right. Well, that is... I feel like the dice are particularly cruel. Because this is the third time now that I have rolled exactly the number that the bad time modifier uh, will make into an eight.
1: That That is what we call the smell of death. That's <laughs>
0: So I rolled, I rolled a four, but the bad time modifier is a four.
1: This is particularly distressing because you're rolling in stats you're supposed to be
0: good at. Yeah, and like a, a four on two dice—it's not a bad roll. We've just—it's been a lot of a lot of just just barely failures. The dice
1: just want someone to die. I think when Stanley gets around to the murder. It's it's probably a chapter in the book somewhere. It's like Death just wants to see death. It's entertainment value. Yeah. Okay. Oh
0: poor Stanley. Poor
1: Stanley. So Stanley's trying to subtly de-elevate the bed, but there's a point where it gets jammed and trying he's pressing the button a little harder, but it's not de elevating. So um, he does the thing of trying to investigate like the joint and the gears and the mechanism because he's learned a couple of things from Mark. You guys have been working together for long enough. That it's like, OK, I know my way around stuff and things, mechanical bits. And unfortunately, uh, it's at that point where the bed chooses to de-elevate as Stanley's got his fingers inside the mechanism, not chopping anything off. He didn't roll bad enough for that, but it's enough that you're, that Stanley's in a lot of pain.
0: Yeah, that seems to be the story of the day.
1: Yeah. And then the hospital staff come in, running in, <laughs> um, obviously, because I'm assuming that Stanley is not stoically taking the bane wordlessly, unless he is.
0: Oh no, I imagine, I imagine uh, Stanley has a, a few choice words to say it at a fairly loud volume
1: yeah and nurse comes in like why what's happened what's happened what's going on
0: this fucking bed it 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 got my hand i was just trying to clean because no one came in here to clean
1: um sir you're a patient uh you've been here for a day please please let us do our jobs why were you trying to clean? You, we, you've been here a day. You should be resting. You have a concussion.
0: Because the room is a mess. Like, look, there's dust over there. This bed was not made. The person who had been in the bed left, like, hours ago. Uh, and I cannot, as a cleaning professional, abide a messy room.
1: And the nurse stops and looks at Stanley and It's like, there's is no other person we haven't had another patient register for this room you should have been the only person in this room was there an intruder
0: uh uh i maybe there was a person who looked like a patient in that bed earlier today
1: and the nurse kind of like looks at you strangely and it's like uh okay okay and then she puts two fingers up in front of Stanley's face, like, okay, how many fingers am I holding up?
0: That is two fingers.
1: Okay. Okay. Um
0: And I think I like I think Stanley is like about to be like this this stranger gave me a book, but then he remembers the topic of the book. So like he's like reaching for the book to be like, here's proof, and then he's like, should probably not show them this book about murdering people.
1: Yeah, I, f- I feel like that's wise. Hospitals usually frown on that kind of behavior.
0: And I think Stanley is smart enough to like catch himself and realize that that's probably a bad idea.
1: Clever. So um, the nurse says, okay, sir, I, d- I don't like saying this because typically we require that people with concussions stay here for an extended period but apparently there's a new hospital policy which i disagree with which says that uh, patients with minor to moderate conditions up to and including a concussion can choose and consent to leaving the hospital early if they so wish and since you're up and about it seems like you don't really want to be here so would you like to go home?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I should go. Work's going to need me. There's, I, I didn't get a chance to, to clean all the bathrooms. So if I can if I can consent to leave, then uh, I will sign myself out on my own recognizance.
1: Okay. So um, the nurse goes to get you a form and she says, Ashley, do you want to come follow me to fill out this form? Well, you wait.
0: I guess I should probably get changed. I'm still wearing this ridiculous gown.
1: Okay, but, and she says that's fine, but your clothes are in the hall closet at the end of this hallway, where we also keep the medical supplies. Unfortunately, we've had to do a lot of downsizing in the hospital because of budget cuts.
0: I understand budget cuts. I do. Uh, all right. Well, I will go get my clothes and get changed, and then I guess I will sign your papers.
1: Okay, it's just right over there, past all the doors, past the medical equipment and the gurneys, um, all the patients in wheelchairs, uh, people with IV stands, all the equipment being moved around. But you, you're cleaning your own room. I'm sure you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, I guess I'll. I will find my way to my clothes. Thank you.
1: And she she just leaves you and she says you can find her at the desk.
0: <laughs> Great. Uh I guess uh Stanley's gonna go wander and try and find his clothes.
1: It's yeah. It's it's budget cuts, but apparently a rather inattentive hospital staff.
0: Yeah, they're uh they are they are fed up. I don't blame them.
1: It's hard. It's a tough job. So. How is Stanley making his way down the corridor past all of the gurneys and equipment being wheeled around?
0: I think there's probably, again, like, Stanley doesn't really like being in the foreground. So I think he is probably, like, not as sneaky as when he was trying to find someone that he could potentially murder. Uh, but I do think he is trying to, like, kind of just be as out of the way as possible while trying to find whatever closet his his clothes are in.
1: Out of the way of things being wheeled around, like, sounds good. Especially when people are wheeling around other people, wheelchairs, ivy drips, um, defibrillators, sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Roll to try and... Get your clothes.
0: All right, we are we are at the level of bad time mod that nothing. Yeah. Ah, oh, that is a three. Problem. Bad time mod five. Yes.
1: It's always on the cusp every time.
0: Yeah, it is. These dice really are, uh, just just torturing poor Stanley.
1: That's, yikes, poor, poor Stanley. Okay, so Stanley almost makes it to the end of the hallway with nothing bad happening. You know, he's managed to make his way past people in wheelchairs. Uh, uh, There were a couple of kids horsing around in them. He's made it past a lot of, like, expensive-looking devices with a lot of buttons that he wanted to touch but didn't because that seems like a bad idea and they were being wheeled around by doctors and nurses. But he manages to get hit by an emergency gurney coming in with a patient on it, which is being wheeled in by emergency services. And he manages to get rammed into. And they're like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry! Uh, Get out of the way, emergency, please." So.
0: Oh, so- sorry, sorry, sorry! My, my entirely my bad. And he like just like tucks into the corner and like kind of doubles over on himself after being hit. Oh, Stanley,
1: it's not your fault. <sighs> Poor Stanley. But at least he makes it to the hall closet, and all his clothes are there at the end of the closet, alongside the medical supplies. Does Stanley want to get changed in the closet, or try and find a bathroom?
0: I think he's going to try and find a bathroom the closet. Stanley has a little bit of dignity left.
1: <laughs> just, Just enough. Just enough dignity. Okay, so I'm not gonna make you roll for this one because Stanley's had enough hassle. He's already frazzled. We're going to bring him to the bathroom and he gets changed and he can go to the desk and sign himself out. And the nurse is like, Do you have any questions about your post concussion care before I release you? Remember that we're going to need you to come back to the hospital. In a couple of days, we recommend uh, in two to three days, just so you can get a checkup with a doctor. Also, this is your. Do you have insurance?
0: Uh it is not good insurance, but it is Redacted Corp does at least give me very minor insurance.
1: Okay, okay. If if you could just give me the details and uh, let's see how much we can shave off of your bill.
0: I will uh, give her my insurance card, and I think in that moment Stanley like realizes that he left the, the book on murdering people in his room. Okay. And is like, oh, I, I will be right back. I left something in my room and he like runs to grab the book. Okay. And hope that no one has taken it.
1: Okay. So Would you like to roll to see if somebody's taken the book or not? Otherwise, I get to decide.
0: Uh, I will let you decide whatever you think is most interesting.
1: Right. Let's see. So, uh, Stanley goes to the room, but by the time he goes to the room, it seems like the book has gone missing.
0: Of course it has.
1: Of course it has. Do you want to try looking for it? Or do you want to just hope that you can remember how you're supposed to kill somebody
0: i think stanley at this point just wants to leave the hospital between getting his hand stuck in the bed and getting run over by an emergency gurney he's like i how hard could it be to kill someone
1: who knows Okay, so if Stanley returns to the desk, is Stanley returning to the desk where he's just, like, noping out?
0: He He will go back to the desk to get his insurance card back and sign the paperwork.
1: Yeah, he signs the paperwork, he gets the bill. The amount is ridiculously large for what was a hospital visit to take care of his concussion. And the amount taken off by the Redacted Corp insurance is pitifully small. Oh, Redacted Corp
0: that seems that's that checks out
1: the real horror is the healthcare system
0: yeah it's the medical bills we got along the way
1: yeah the nurse looks very apologetic and it's like uh i suggest do not come back for your second visit unless it's absolutely vital it i can't officially prescribe you medication. You can take some over-the-counter ibuprofen or Tylenol, and that should deal with any lingering pain from the headache and concussion.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, It was an all-right stay. I can't say that it was good. It was all right.
1: She shrugs her shoulders as if to say, uh, you know, we get that a lot.
0: I think holding holding his injured hand and his injured stomach uh both of which have happened since coming to the hospital poor poor stanley just just leaves the hospital
1: right at this point we can have stanley go back to work and continue this phase or we can move to the next one where he tries to grab a weapon or make a plan ah
0: uh, i think we could try to make a plan. I don't know if I don't think I can actually succeed at making a plan anymore. Uh even even if I roll with subtlety or strong, uh the lowest I can get is an 8.
1: Well, you never know. Maybe maybe the universe will be kind. And you know, it's just making a plan is just thinking. You you can't fail at thinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, I think that before Stanley goes back to work, I think he's going to try to like figure out how he might like if he can find a weapon. How like how he might be able to go back and kill Janice Winters.
1: Okay. So Stanley is looking for a weapon. Now Weapons come in a lot of shapes and sizes. You get blades and you got um, blunt instruments and you have your, uh, you could, you could go the old fashioned way and use your own hands, but that's a little much. There, there, there's no point in killing someone if you're going to come out and be arrested and spend the rest of your life in jail. It feels a little bit wasteful. So what is Stanley's hypothetical approach to getting a weapon?
0: That is a good question. I think that maybe he will like this. This will happen, like maybe on his like fifteen minute lunch break at Redacted Corp, uh, where he goes to like R and D and asks, starts asking questions about like what might be able to be like fed to someone uh, and cause them to potentially pass on.
1: So you don't really know the R&D guys that well, but the, 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 there are a few of them that know you because you often have to clean up the results of their latest failed experiment because there are many of those before um, they get the successful ones. And the, the woman you're talking to, Audrey, is looking at you very strangely, like, because she, she's not stupid. She's like, Stanley. Uh, if I give you this information, what are you going to do with it?
0: Well, I just, like, you see, there's there's a, a very old rat in my apartment building, and it keeps coming in and eating my food. And so, like, I just I wanted to see if there was some way that maybe, like, I could kill this rat. Mm-hmm. With, with my generous redacted corp discount
1: well if it's a rat you 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 usually use rat poison i mean no no offense stanley but as a, as a member of the janitorial staff i thought you knew that you kill a rat with rat poison
0: i mean this is a really big rat like uh, i Normal sized rats, rat poison would work, but I think this is, this is a rat that requires something a little stronger.
1: Oh, she she thinks carefully. She's like, well, if it's a really big rat, we do have our patent pending trial redacted Corp super rat poison, which is high potency, but th- there is a bit of a problem. Um, it's not a big problem. It, uh, it's just, you can't touch it directly. Uh, you have to wear gloves when you handle it with care. You also can't breathe it in because it may cause you lung damage. We're working on that. It, we're, we're working on that. It's fine. It's contained. And she goes over to a corner of the room and she's got gloves on, and she brings back this, like, um, plexiglass box <laughs> with, like, just this, this uh, little tube inside. And she's like, this is the rat poison. This is our experimental rat poison. Actually, we were looking for live testing. So um, if you could give us feedback on the efficacy of the rat poison, I really appreciate it. Please put gloves on. I'm going to hand this to you, and we're going to sign it out in your name. Unless you don't want that, Stanley, because I realize that um, maybe you're embarrassed about having this mega rat problem at home.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we could keep this on the DL, that would be. I mean, what 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 does it say about a janitor that has a rat problem yeah. in his house? And like, I'm I'm very clean at home, but like, I mean, it, it's not a it's not a great apartment building in general. And I think that the neighbors have been leaving food out uh and that has attracted these mega rats and you know the, it, even with a completely clean apartment it's the the rats are going to find their way in and it is it is very embarrassing
1: i completely understandable um i will say that we at R&D very much respect the work that you do but yes so canley remember please please remember handling instructions do not touch this directly. Do not breathe this in. Please wear gloves when handling with care. There's something I'm... I'm forgetting. I feel like there's something else. Um, Something about what it does to people. I can't remember. It's supposed to do something to people. I mean, well, I mean, you're not feeding it to people, so it's fine, right?
0: Of course not. I would never feed this to
1: them. Right, there you go. Okay. Just give me, actually, I'm not going to make you roll for this. I'm assuming that Stanley's very careful.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure this could in no way possibly come back to bite Stanley in the ass. Uh, But uh, for the time being, he will be, he will get some gloves and uh, like put it in his locker in the basement until he can go home with it. Yes.
1: And now Stanley has a weapon. So what does Stanley do now that he's been to R&D? He has his super rat poison, which definitely isn't a bad idea.
0: No, it is in no way, shape or form a bad idea. I mean, I think at this point, and despite the fact that a return visit will almost certainly cripple him financially, he is eventually going to have to go back to the hospital uh to try and use this weapon uh but until the like 2 to 3 days pass i think he's just despite being battered and bruised in so many ways i think stanley just goes back to work
1: oh stanley Okay, well, he cleans to see I'm sure that Stanley's taking great care in the CEO's office. He's learned how to navigate the stairs. What is important for him to clean besides the CEO's office and R&D?
0: I think the other thing that like is a big time-consuming job for him is uh the break rooms like i imagine there's a couple break rooms and people are just the worst um and don't take good care of their break rooms and they leave food to rot in the refrigerators they microwave all sorts of things that shouldn't be microwaved and don't clean up their messes uh and so that all kind of falls on stanley to like maintain the hygiene of of the break rooms
1: oh, poor stanley doesn't he know it right so stanley makes his way over to the biggest break room and it is a mess people have just left chips and empty soda cans and all their coffee cups And for some reason, a couple of chairs have been toppled over. Does somebody have a fight? You're not sure. There's all kinds of stains, and you don't want to know what the stains are. It's like, come on, guys. You don't have that long to take a break.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have have 15-minute breaks at, at Redacted Corp. Like, how much of a mess could you really make in 15 minutes? Apparently a lot.
1: Apparently a lot. It's a pretty standard break room. There's an industrial size refrigerator, actually, because Redacted Corp has a lot of people. And also it's a experimental, like apparently all of the appliances at Redacted Corp are experimental. I think this is their way of cheaping out on the employees.
0: You have to test it out somehow.
1: You do. You do. And live testing is the easiest way. Um so they've got a fridge, they've got a coffee machine, they've got a foosball table. It's one of the amenities that they advertise when you sign up for a job at redacted corp. When they tell you that there are games and activities for a shared family redacted corp experience, they meant the foosball table. It's just the one.
0: One of the in like one of the one of the foosball like Lines of of players just does not work.
1: No, it just doesn't. Work.
0: Try as hard as you might to spin it, and it just it is it is broken.
1: It does, and that's why it goes to somebody who's lost a bet or someone that people are bullying in the office.
0: Ah, <sighs> yes. Another day in the break room.
1: Another day in the break room. What does Stanley try to clean first?
0: I think he starts with the fridge. Because there's almost certainly going to be some mess that comes from cleaning out the fridge that then is going to have to get mopped up or sweeped up or yeah, burnt with a fire.
1: As always, same old Tuesday. Okay, so Stanley approaches the fridge, opens the fridge, and it's, it's a mess, as per usual. A lot of people who've left food in there and forgot it, for a couple of weeks, there's a bunch of half open yogurt cups, which really shouldn't have been opened. There's a few sandwiches, which have gone moldy. There's a lot of Tupperware, which looks like it's been the subject of some kind of war. Because it's had names scratched on and taped over it with tape so many times. Is people... Are like animals in this break room they just do not respect other people's food it's why you and mark eat your sandwiches in the basement
0: it's true it is it is a war zone
1: yeah and of course the refrigerator is a giant thing it is taller than stanley and it's it, it it's very loud refrigerator which the R&D team assures everybody it's working on, and that the only reason it's so loud is to account for all of the cool things it does, like the AI, which recognizes people, or the ice maker.
0: Excellent. Uh, I think Stanley just, like, this is a gross job, it is not good, I think he just pulls over like one of the trash cans and just starts like s- sliding entire shelves worth of of rotten food into this trash can.
1: Okay, do you want to roll to clean out all of this fridge?
0: I mean, yeah, I think I think this is a this might be the most dangerous place that Stanley has visited thus far. <laughs> a giant fridge
1: in the break room. Okay, what approach are you taking to cleaning the fridge?
0: I mean, I think it is very much a strong approach. Like he really is just like he might even just like instead of like reaching in and he might just like pull out entire shelves and like dump them into the into the trash can. Uh, it is just a, a free for all of basically everything that's currently in there gets thrown out.
1: All right please roll to try and clear out the break room fridge?
0: Let's see. I mean, it's going to be a failure no matter what because the bad time mod is bad. Yeah. Uh, I just rolled two ones, uh, which would be great. Uh, it would be the best. Uh,
1: you know, i I feel like this would hurt less if it wasn't so exact. Like if you're more over,
0: it is it it is like like if I failed miserably, it would be one thing. The fact that like almost every roll has been exactly an eight yeah. is
1: that that is the luck of the dice.
0: It is. Uh, so yeah, that is an eight.
1: That is an eight. Okay. So um, Stanley is cleaning out the fridge, he's sweeping out stuff, and unfortunately, there is a glitch as he tries to clean out the freezer side, and the ice maker starts pelting him with ice
0: cubes. Oh, poor Stanley.
1: I mean, it's not painful, it's more humiliating than anything, and now the floor is wet, because there's all this ice around.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just what he knew he knew something would happen that would require additional cleaning later. Uh which is why he did this first. Yep. It is as gratifying as it is humiliating because he knew.
1: It is the metaphorical smell of death.
0: It is. This is this has gotten very real in a in a depressing capitalistic sort of way. The true horror. Which I like. I I kind of love. I kind of love this for Stanley. It's sad, but it's it's here. Uh. It's, so yeah. I think he just kind of like he takes the pelting with the quiet humiliation that most of his life involved. <laughs>
1: God.
0: And then he gets the mop and he starts mopping up the ice cubes that pelted him.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna make him roll to mop up the ice cubes. He's, he's been humiliated enough. <laughs> but if he tries to clean anything else, that's probably a roll. What's left is the sofas and tables that people have toppled, the coffee machine, and the foosball table. Does Stanley want to try his luck with any of those?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think maybe at this point, like the coffee machine makes a lot of sense, because I think Stanley is just so exhausted that he wants a cup of coffee and he's going to try to clean it and make coffee for the rest of the, or at least the people on this floor, uh, brew a big pot and then also get himself a cup of coffee. Oh, that's his plan.
1: That's his plan. But you and I both know he's, it's not going to quite go his way.
0: It's not. We are at the point in the game where, where nothing is going to go his way.
1: He just needs to live long enough. He just needs to live long enough.
0: He has he has the industrial rat poison.
1: He does. And he has a name.
0: Uh, and he has a name. He just needs a plan. And to do the deed.
1: God. Okay, Stanley. How is he trying to clean the coffee machine?
0: I don't think in this moment that he has enough fight in him to do anything other than just, like, rinse it out.
1: Yeah, just roll with it. It's just just a yeah. simple clean. Simple and clean.
0: All right. Let's
1: Let's clean the coffee machine.
0: All right. That a 15 with the with the bad 8 plus 7.
1: Oh my god, Stanley.
0: He he gets real real close to death there.
1: That's that's bad. That's bad. Cuz he somehow manages to turn the machine on while he's cleaning it?
0: Oh yeah, that'll That'll
1: that'll do it. Ah, uh, that burns like the devil cuz that's hot coffee that's being made as he's got his fingers inside the machine.
0: And I mean, I imagine it is uh being a redacted corp coffee maker, it is probably about 20 degrees hotter than it should be.
1: Yes, that is why traditionally when you make coffee at Redacted Corp, uh, you make the cup and you let it sit for half an hour, and then you have your coffee. So usually people who take their first breaks make coffee for everybody else and buy their coffee from the outside. It's like a rotation shift.
0: But poor Stanley.
1: Poor Stanley has his hands caught, and now they are burnt and it hurts. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Is he going to take the day off now? Or see?
0: He- I don't... I guess. He's probably going to try to find the first aid kit and get some galls to, like, wrap his hands.
1: Yeah, thankfully there is a first aid kit in the break room. This is not the first time this has happened. That's a sad bit. This is not the first time.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that, that tracks (laughs) seems like redacted core, core's MO. Uh, See, I think Stanley will go down to the basement and get the industrial rat poison and go home.
1: Okay. So now that, um, and I'm presuming he walks home instead of trying anything silly, like driving his car.
0: Yeah, I imagine that he probably, like, I don't think he can afford both an apartment and a car on the Redacted Corp salary. Uh, So I imagine, and it's probably further from the office than he would like, but, like, obviously Redacted Corp did not think about, like, mass transit.
1: No, it doesn't. It doesn't.
0: When they picked a location, so, like, there's not really a good bus route that goes there.
1: No, no. You you heard a rumor about this once, but nobody substantiated it, that the reason that um, Radaki Corp built the headquarters where it is, is uh, they spoke to a feng shui master who said that it had good energy. Obviously, that was a lie.
0: I mean, I guess good energy for, like, the CEO, uh, who has made a lot of money off this corporation. Possibly. (laughs) But not for the employees.
1: No, no, I, th- I think good energy is variable.
0: Yeah. So Stanley is, is walking home, hoofing it.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to make Stanley, I'm not going to make <laughs> Stanley suffer the indignity of rolling to see if he walks home. He knows, he knows how to get home. He's gone through a lot as is, but all right. So what is Stanley's plan?
0: So I think Stanley is, is going to take the day off. Yeah. And then the next day he is going to I guess he has to make a plan before he does that. I don't think he wants to go back to the hospital until he's ready. And I think at this point like mentally Stanley is is pretty okay with the idea of killing someone because like he's he, his life has not been lucky. But these last couple of days, like the stranger seems to have been on to something because the last couple of days have been particularly bad
1: yeah, okay, so Stanley has a weapon and he has a name. what is what what's the what's Stanley sitting at home with the TV dinner plan?
0: I think he is I think he's like pulled out a paper and has drawn like a little map of the parts of the hospital that like he, he is aware of Um, like the places that he visited this last visit. And he is trying his best to like, remember where he saw like guards and nurses and nurses station to see if he can hatch like a, a, a sneaky way when he visits to get his concussion checked out to like get back. To Janice Winter's room, And like just leave this rat poison there.
1: Right. That makes sense. Okay. I. I'm not going to make you roll. For sketching out a diagram. But I am. Going to make you. Roll. Um, you choose the approach. For something possibly happening. To Stanley and ho- Ashley. What is in Stanley's little apartment. What's he got in there?
0: I think he has, like, a small... It's almost certainly an experimental redacted court television that, like, he can't afford, like, a a nice television himself. So, like, he was able to get, like, a, a small but kind of nice television for free. Which, uh, why the R&D team was just giving this television away is... A good question. Uh, a good question that Stanley did not really think about when he took it. Um, and so there's, like, a little love seat, and he's got, like, a table to eat at. I think it's a very small apartment, so, like, there's a small kitchenette, uh, with, like, uh... a little bit bigger than a mini fridge, but not, like, a full-sized refrigerator. Uh like, small two-burner oven.
1: Okay. Does Stanley try to do anything before he goes to sleep?
0: I think after the day he's had, uh, he just watches some TV. He sits down on the—he microwaves a dinner, sits down at the love seat. All right. Thinks about his plan and then switches on the television.
1: Makes sense. Unfortunately, as you've just pointed out, this is an experimental redacted corp television. So before we move on to the next phase, I am going to have to ask you to roll to watch TV.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything particularly strong or subtle about uh, Stanley's approach to watching television.
1: Oh, God. Here we go, Stanley.
0: Uh, so that is going to be a full four dice with a plus eight bad time modifier.
1: I just want him to live. Come on. Come on, Stanley. Oh,
0: <sighs> that, that is a 17.
1: Oh no. Well, it's over 16, which means unfortunately, as Stanley is watching television, the TV bursts into flames. And because it's a redacted corp television, it's come with some additional features, including a special coating, which is supposed to enhance the viewing experience. Like, it's supposed to make the Mm -hmm. colors pop, but unfortunately is extremely flammable and explosive. So the TV blows up, taking Stanley's apartment with it. This is why you don't buy Redacted Corp.
0: It really, like, uh, it is sad, but it's also so fitting.
1: Yeah. So remember we were saying earlier about the Redacted Corp, and you can fill that in with product placement? I, this is the opposite mm-hmm. of that. Um, if any business wants to advertise its rivals on this show...
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, I will take your money, and we will make fun of your rivals mercilessly.
1: For inferior interior product.
0: Oh, this game is so good.
1: I'm so glad you enjoyed it. That was so fun running that.
0: Oh, oh, poor Stanley. I am sort of wishing that I had created a more unlikable character, uh, but I do also like that the true horror of this game came from the capitalist nightmare.
1: It's a, it's almost a mercy that he no longer has to live in that terrible capitalist housecape.
0: It really is. I mean, like the 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 medical bills alone were enough. That was his his life was his life was basically over at that point. Yeah,
1: imagine if he had to go in and be like, "Oh, my hands," and they're like, "Sorry, you got to pay for those too." I was like,
0: Ugh. Oh. Yeah, this game is very good. It is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you won. It toes it,
0: it toes the line between horror and comedy so well. Yeah. Which I like, I love that we're seeing this like this resurgence of horror comedy in in like the world of horror films, uh, but also Like, seeing a game like this giving us the option of horror comedy in a role-playing game is just, it's wonderful.
1: I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I do think, uh, I do agree, like, it's fun um, to see horror comedy come back. Like, one of my favorite movies from the past couple of years is Happy Death Day, which I thought did it really well. It's, like, so much fun.
0: I need to watch that. That's one I've not, like, the, the trailer looked intriguing every time I've seen it. And I definitely want to check that out.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's a lot of fun. I haven't watched the sequel, uh, which they say is a little m- more sci fi than horror, which is fine. But the original, I think, had a good blend of it. And I think, hopefully, we see more horror comedy. Because it's just a nice contrast.
0: Yeah, comedy does such a great job of, like, diffusing the tension of horror. And, like, so much of good horror is about, like, building that tension and then releasing it and then building it a little bit further and then releasing it. And, like, comedy cuts the tension so quickly that, like, the two of them work so well together. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just been really nice. Like, Netflix did uh, – what was the name of the movie with Adam Scott that was basically, like, the omen – Oh. Uh but comedic. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like a uh this the the child of Satan is his stepson. And that was a really wonderful like horror comedy romp. Um and like Tucker and Dale vs. Evil.
1: Oh, that's so much fun. That is such a fun movie
0: will probably i like i love the deconstruction of the slasher film uh, where like for most of the movie it's the dumb kids doing it themselves
1: yeah or that evil helper.
0: and tucker and dale are just like we we want to help like we just want to help you we have your friend just let us give her back
1: yeah and i think um it does help that i think alan tudyk is so good at what he does
0: he is I, like I I don't think I have ever seen him be bad. No.
1: Like he's got a it, it, it's a little bit alien horror comedy. I I forget what it's called, but he's an alien and he's come to conquer Earth and it's got some really good and by good I mean terrible like body horror things which is like ugh. but it's contrasted with how funny it is. Like the fact that he learns English from watching Law and Order like it's, it's so
0: cool. <laughs> that is amazing but yeah thank you so much for coming on to run this this was i'm just so good
1: thank you so much for having me i had so much fun running it for you
0: oh you're very welcome uh so before we uh before we go let folks know uh where they can find you on the internet where they can find this game Anything else you want to let people know about? Any other games that you have available? Any projects you're working on? All that stuff.
1: Okay. So you can find me on Twitter at Percy Proppa. That's the easiest. And my website is whatkylewrights.card with two r's.co. From there, you can find my itch.io page where I am currently itch funding, end of the line. I've also got a couple of solo journaling games out as well as supplements for games like Morkborg, Lay on Hands, and my latest release which is supplement for ECB, the External Containment Bureau, which is a pretty excellent forge in the Dark game about investigating weird anomalies. What am I working on for the future? I've got a couple of I've got one project in particular that I cannot talk about yet until next year, but it's pretty exciting. But other than that, I am working on a combination of social deduction game slash council mega game. I don't know how familiar people are with mega games, but Shut Up and Sit Down has a pretty good video about what a mega game is call watch the skies. And other than that, I will be at a panel hopefully this December to talk about narrative in mega games where I can explain
0: to you what a mega game is. Awesome. That is a that is a ton of very exciting stuff coming up. But yeah, I definitely everyone should go out right now to itch.io and pick up a copy of end of the line and help uh help itch fund uh because it is it's so good and it's so fun and it is a perfect one shot for for spooky season which we are in the middle of so thank you to Kyle Tam for designing such a cool game and joining me to play it and thank you to you for listening. I hope you have the happiest of Halloweens. If you enjoyed the last two episodes, grab a copy of End of the Line at Urania Games, U R A N I A Games itch dot io slash end of the line with dashes between the words again the links in the show notes our theme song is everybody knows my name by Harley Poe thank you to Joe Whiteford for letting us use it join us on November twelfth when we start a game of heart the city beneath with Kendrick Smith of the podcast the tales yet told until then remember that you are strong you are beautiful and you are not alone.